can't relate or communicate with your teen? Welcome to Baffled with your hosts, Jason and Sam, who are here to help you understand your misunderstood teen. As teen educators and trainers, they understand what it is that is baffling you as a parent. Enjoy the show. And welcome back to Baffled. We are so glad you guys are back for another episode. And yes, like we promised, Tina is still here with us. And she's got a lot more information about her story. But also, she's going to be on your team and your side. Give you more information on how you guys as parents and youth workers can start identifying these things. But also, how do you approach those conversations? Which is just as hard as identifying. Right? But before we get to that goodness, we're going to dive into the quote of the episode. And it is this. The greater the obstacle, the more glory in overcoming it. And that is by Moliere. That is, I mean, that's amazing. And Tina even quoted it last time, just like, like it's not a waste if there's a lesson from it. It wasn't a waste of time. It wasn't a waste of opportunity. But just like the glory, the only victory in being a victim is overcoming being a victim, right? Is getting out of that stage and overcoming things. And so what we're learning, when we can learn to overcome things, when we teach our teens to overcome things, like the glory in that satisfaction, like, look what I did, you know, building up their self-confidence when you give them things to overcome or they face things or you kind of help them along and let them figure it out, I think is a really good, helpful point as we develop young people, but future leaders and future people that are going to be teaching people to do this one day. So we got to make sure that um, we celebrate those things. But uh, overcoming is such a powerful thing and such a powerful lesson for a teenager to learn. All right, you know what? That's enough of me. Let's get to the good stuff. Bringing back Jason and Tina. Here we go. All right. So we have Tina Miller back uh, for our second uh, interview. And so, you know, last time we talked about her story and uh, what, what all has happened as far as leading her to where she's at today with uh, public speaking, counseling, and running a school of recovery. So I, I wanted to continue our talk today, and because more to life, we go into school, summer camps, we talk about drugs and alcohol, but we do it from a prevention side, because we're trying to help students not to, you know, cross that line and open that door to their life. But you, you know, you, you, you're more in the recovery and uh, intervention. And so I want you to kind of expound more on that, about the school and what you do, but also I want you to talk about how do you... Um, catch those signs. Like if your your student, your or your teenager is dabbling in drugs of some sort, or you know sneaking around. Like, what are the signs to do that? How do you go about helping them to to not go that route? So, well, that's a lot of uh, questions <laughs> and a lot of information packed in uh, one. Uh, so, the first and foremost, what I would share with parents is. Uh, to lock up everything that they have, especially if it has dextromethorphan in it, if it has Sudafed in it, you know, any type of fetterin. Um, mm. I think that's how you say it. I, you know, when words are more than five letters, I have a hard time <laughs> pronouncing, so <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, but um, so there's a lot of medications that have uh, components of it, ingredients that you know, youth will, they've heard in rap songs or other songs, you know, about lean and taking perks and all of this stuff. And, mm -hmm. and so teenagers, they get curious about that. And so sometimes they'll take that to see if it's going to make them high, um, you know, escape, 
reality. Mm -hmm. And that's what we see mostly is uh, young people that want to escape reality. Um, actually, it's interesting, about 94% of our students that attend our uh, sober schools have had childhood trauma. And so mm -hmm. we do know that what they're using um, um, uh, drugs for is to self-medicate uh, their either mental health or uh, their trauma. Mm -hmm. And so first and foremost, I think, you know, look at um, that, that youth and to see, you know, what's their sleeping habits or have they changed? Uh, are they more lethargic? Are, are they, is it hard for them to get up in the morning? Mm. Is it, uh, are they staying up late night, you know, at night? Uh, are they, what's their group like? You know, I mean, we, we know the saying that you are who you hang around with. Yes. Um, so, you know, who are their friends? Who are they spending a lot of time with? Mm -hmm. um, it's even harder though nowadays because young people are on the internet. Mm -hmm. So they're exposed to the whole world yes. and strangers. So even if they think that they're talking to another teenager, it could be, you know, a 60-year-old man. Yeah. yeah. So, um, oh, yeah. so I think uh, just, you know, have access to everything. Mm -hmm. One of the things that my son has always known about me is, like, I, I pay the rent. <laughs> mm -hmm. You don't. Um, so I will be going through your room. All of your backpacks, your suitcases, under your mattress. I mean, I will search your room because it's my property. Mm -hmm. I pay the rents and you live under my roof. Mm. Um, so my son has always known that about me. I've always taken everything and locked it up. Yeah. Um, but also, I've always taught my son about chemicals. Mm. You know, when you enter, you know, when you ingest any type of chemical, if it's smoking, injecting, snorting, whatever, you know, it goes straight to your brain. Mm -hmm. And it's going to change your brain chemistry in that. So, yeah, that's a good point. Um, so one of the things I want to share is, you know, the addiction being a disease. Mm -hmm. um, so I think there's such a stigma out there when it comes to addiction. And so many people are like, you know, oh, it's just a, a moral uh, choice. It's just, you know, uh, a person's just bad because they do it. But what we have found is when you actually look at the brain, there's neurological pathways that are established mm. in the brain. Yes. And I'll give you the best example because the people always, you know, ask like, well, what does that mean? Okay, mm -hmm. have you ever um, lived in a place and you got, or even your office, and you got used to the light switch being at the left? So you walk in the room on the left-hand wall, you know, there's a light switch. You switch that light switch on. Well, let's say you change offices or you move apartments, houses, whatever. You walk in that door, what do you do? You, you go to the left to try to turn the light switch on. Oh, wait a minute, it's not there. So what happens is that's a neurological pathway. So, like, subconsciously, we put our left hand up to turn on the light switch. Mm. Well, there's no light switch. We, we've moved the locations. Um, so that's the same thing with um, drugs. But imagine if we were to go for that light switch and flick it on, and it gave us the best, happiest, most pleasurizing feelings of the world. Mm. And that's what drugs do. Mm -hmm. So not only is that neurological pathway saying there's a light switch on the left, but now is all the happy pleasure. Oh my gosh, this is incredible. Mm -hmm. Feels great to flick this light switch on. And that's what drugs are doing. Yeah. So when I talk about addiction being a disease, we have to look at the brain. And uh, you know, these drugs are releasing serotonin, dopamine, oxytocin, you know, all these happy cells. Mm -hmm. And then you also have those neurological pathways. 
And so that's the easiest way I can explain it to people. So how do we change that? Mm -hmm. So how we change all of that is um, there's actually we're doing brain performance coaching with our students as well as looking at biological and neurological health. Mm -hmm. So we're actually looking at their brains. Are their brains producing serotonin, dopamine, oxytocin, and all of those happy cells on their own? Mm -hmm. If not, which medications would work best to help do that? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, we're also looking at the hormones. If they're not producing melatonin or if their cortisol levels are too high, then that's, ex you know, that, that's, it's, um, it, the brain's not going to function in a typical way of everyday activities in that. You know, they're right. in that stress mode. The cortisol levels, if they're high, that's trauma brain. They're in stress mode mm -hmm. constantly. Yeah. Um, so that's not healthy uh, for us. And so what happens is if you're in that stress mode, a lot of people are going to want to use drugs to try to self-medicate that. Yeah. So that they can relax or feel normal. Right. Um, so... It really is a disease when we look at addiction. Um, some people, it lights up like Christmas trees, you know, mm -hmm. and when you look at how drugs affect their brains. And other people, it just maybe is a little glimmer of a light. Um, so genetics plays a huge role in it. But also, you know, our brains are pretty amazing and they can actually be changed. Mm -hmm. And so that's where, like, the brain performance coaching. So uh, we're doing that with our students starting in January where we actually are going to be changing those neurological pathways. We're going to be looking at their biological and neurological health and also providing the mental health services that we do through individual counseling and group therapy. Wow. So they're getting a holistic approach yeah. to their recovery. Wow, that is that is amazing. It is. I mean, there's not a lot. Is there a lot of schools like that? No, we're the first in the, wow. in the nation to do this. That is something. That's something. So um, obviously having the school up for a couple of years now, you've had some success stories. Yes. Um, so when they come out of that, um, is there a difference with their life and their behavior? And do they have to constantly be on guard not to relapse and go back to that? Yes. Yeah, so, you know, first, you know, these are adolescents and mm -hmm. their brains are ever changing and yes. developing and pruning itself, you know. So there, this is what we do know about the brain. If you don't use parts of it, it kind of goes away. It, mm. it prunes itself constantly. Yeah. So we want to ignite all parts of the brain so that they have an active, healthy brain to make positive choices. Mm -hmm. However, there are times where there's triggers. Yeah. And some of our students do get triggered. So over uh, since April 2021, mm -hmm. we have served 30 students. Wow. Uh, we've had 58 referred to us, but I am very, very selective of who we bring in okay. uh, because we do not. There's only two disqualifiers with Victory High Schools. Um, you can't have a sex offense and you can't have a violent offense. Oh, okay. My priority is to keep my students and staff safe. Safe, sure. And uh, we just are not equipped to you know give services to that population gotcha, so gotcha. uh so we've had like 58 referred to us i've selected 30 uh, out of the 30 we've had 25 that have graduated with their diploma wow and i'm telling you when they come to us for example a most recent graduate came to us he had a 0 0.08 gpa mm. he was able to get his diploma with us yeah and his GPA was a 2.6. Nice. Wow. So, I mean, 
and that's including, you know, he's gotten uh, mental health uh, counseling, group therapy, recovery support, and all yeah. of that. So what we do know is uh, in recovery, connection is the opposite of isolation. What we see with COVID-19 was everyone was isolated. Sure. So that just really impacted addictions and, you know, unfortunately, mental health uh, illness and that. Uh, so we're establishing that connection again mm-hmm. at Victory High School. So our mm-hmm. students come to us. Um, they're not a label. They're not their diagnosis. We tell them that they're compassionate, lovable, and mm-hmm. caring. Yeah. And we tell them that they have a purpose. You're speaking life. Yes. That's excellent. Wow. This <laughs> That's amazing because this needs to, I mean, there needs to be more than one Victory High I know. School throughout the nation. I mean, this is so beneficial it's life-changing yeah it is life-changing for our students and i'm sure your school has become a model because i know you've spoken at like the drug summit that we attend and i mean i'm hoping that other people would be like this is needed here and not just in florida but elsewhere yes so uh, man and you're leading the way so that that's that's amazing so but yeah uh gosh thank you for all you do yeah thank Um, you and so we'll definitely be praying for you and um and uh you know again how how can um parents and uh, reach out to you i mean not just for school but just any type of resources how can they find you so they can go to tinatalkstruth.com my website or they can actually refer a student if they're in the tampa bay area they can refer a student to us re- uh, refer to victory.com mm-hmm. uh, and we're also a nonprofit. so if anyone finds it on their heart that they want to donate yes. and you know really invest in our students that is so welcomed and we're so appreciative of people's gifts and they can go to thinkvictory.com. Because you have, because um, even more to life, we come and speak to your students, and you have other organizations coming in as well, speaking, and it's a partnership, isn't Absolutely, it? Absolutely, yeah. We're so grateful for your services and leadership yeah. skills and everything that you offer to well, our we're, students. We're, we're glad to do it, so, but awesome. Well, this has been a great conversation, and so we, we're going to go ahead and table it here, and thank you again for coming on, and I, I think I, I've learned a lot, you know, that, I mean, that I, this is very good, insightful stuff, and hopefully, you parents out there have learned stuff to help your students, whether they're uh, whether it's prevention or recovery. You know that you can tap into the right sources in order to get the help that they need. So, okay, we'll, we'll close it there, and uh, thank you for coming on. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Baffled, helping you understand your misunderstood team. We hope you enjoyed the show today. For more inspiration and information, check out our website at m2l.org. Feel free to ask questions, call, or email us.